everyone, welcome back to the Mirror Image Podcast. If you don't know me, my name is Alyssa, and I am the host of this lovely, lovely podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. I am super excited about today's topic because it is very relevant to my life and very relevant, I think, just to our current atmosphere of what we see on social media and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to talk about it, but before we begin, I just want to give a little apology because I've been gone for a month now. I didn't expect to take this long of a break. Initially, I hadn't planned to take a break at all, but because of school, the worst thing in the world, it's dragging me down right now. But because of school and schoolwork and stuff like that, I just haven't had time to record a podcast episode. And part of that is due to my own, um, let's just say, lack of planning, um, aka procrastination. So I'm making an effort to try and get on top of my podcast upload schedule because it's like very annoying when you're like, oh, it's Sunday and you're like, where's the new episode? And then you have to wait a whole month for another episode because I only do every other week. So I'm just going to make an effort to try and record more. So sorry. Thank you for your patience. And yeah, so let's jump in to our ramble of the week. And my ramble of the week, in line with today's episode's topic, is my trip to New York City. So, as some of you may know, this past winter break, I went on a vacation to New York City for Christmas, and it was super fun, but it did get me thinking about how we romanticize cities, um, travel locations, and living locations because if you've been on TikTok or Instagram or any social media really, you might have seen at least in this kind of like vlogger um, fashion sphere of YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, an increase of people wanting to move to New York City and or wanting to live the lifestyle and aesthetic of like a New York City kind of like go-getter like fashion girl or something like that. So that has been very prevalent on my algorithm recently. Although to be honest, my real obsession with New York City kind of started with Gossip Girl, but that's a whole nother story. (laughs) So I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my trip to New York City. It's going to be very short. I'm just going to be saying some of like my favorite things that I did. And then we're going to talk about some of the dangers of romanticizing locations um, on our mental health, on people who already live there, just on our world in general. So to begin with my trip to New York City, we went for about a week and it was very fun. There were definitely highs and lows, ups and downs, and I will say that although I loved New York City and loved being there, it wasn't like quote-unquote magical. Like, I didn't feel anything in myself shift that much. I kind of was expecting to go there and like click with the city like so well. Although I did enjoy the city, I wouldn't say it was like a monumental, life-changing, like core memory situation. 
And although I did really, really love New York City and I loved the city environment, I wouldn't say that it really changed how I behaved, which is kind of what I was expecting going into this travel experience. I was expecting that once I went to New York City, I would come back to my hometown and be like this new changed woman. And that's not how it went at all. And I feel like sometimes we expect that, but more on that in the upcoming part of this podcast. Right now, we're just talking about the fun parts of New York City. Okay, so it was so, so fun. If you ever get a chance to go, going in winter during holiday season is not a bad idea at all. The atmosphere in the city was really nice, and although we did kind of go after Christmas, there was still very much like a holiday spirit, like everything was decorated. There were like the holiday like village markets open, there were Christmas trees everywhere, and although it didn't snow, which was kind of sad, um, it was just like a very, very almost stereotypical like home alone too kind of vibe, you know, which is difficult to experience nowadays because I feel like, I don't know, as like we develop more in our world and like advance in technology and stuff, we kind of lose some of that old school charm, but there was a little bit of that in New York still, which was super fun. Some of my favorite parts of New York City include going to the Met Museum, walking through Central Park, and going to Chinatown. So yes, I am a stereotypical tourist, but um, Chinatown was actually one of my favorite parts, I think. If you guys didn't know, I am Chinese, and I really liked kind of being in that atmosphere. It really reminded me of being in China, interestingly enough. I know, what a surprise. Chinatown reminds you of being in China? Hmm. But, you know, I thought it would be like maybe a little bit more like an American interpretation of China, and I guess it was in a sense, but there were a lot of things about it that just really reminded me of when I used to visit China um, to go see my family, and so that was really cool, and the food was so good. If you want good food in New York, Chinatown, you have to go. So we went to Joe's Shanghai, which is famous for their Ball, which are the soup dumplings, and those are pretty good. But there was other good food there too. Like they had these fried pancakes with red bean paste in them. Those were really, really good. We also went to like this bubble tea shop, but it wasn't like really bubble tea. But that was really good too. It's called Tiger Sugar. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty famous. But, and we also went to like this little bakery and we bought danta, which are egg tarts. And those were so, so good. So yeah, Chinatown is great for food, which I'm sure we all know. Another thing I really loved doing was walking across the Brooklyn Bridge. That was an experience. I really enjoyed that. I was singing Brooklyn Baby by Lana Del Rey like the entire time walking across and definitely annoying people on the bridge. But, you know, it's no one knows me there, so whatever. I can be annoying. <laughs> And besides that, I just really enjoyed walking around the city. New York is obviously a walking city, so just like walking around, seeing the sights, all the different neighborhoods, like what the buildings look like there, what the people look like, people watching is super fun, and just getting to like disappear a little bit. Like, you're just a random tourist on the sidewalk, like no one cares who you are, what you look like, or what you're doing. And yeah, I was actually like 
taking a lot of pictures with my Super 8 camera, which is, like, this giant, clunky film camera, and it, like, almost resembles a gun, which is a little bit scary, but, like, I was pulling that thing out, like, clicking, clicking, and no one was looking my way at all. They were just, like, going on their way to go do things, and then I came back to my hometown, and then I went to, like, this art exhibition, and I did the same thing with the Super 8 camera, and then people were looking at me (laughs) a lot more, so, you know, just kind of, like, a little bit of a difference of feeling and how you feel around people. In New York, it's like you almost don't really care what people think about you, and you're just trying to get to the Met Museum when it opens at 10 a.m. so you don't have to stand in line outside. (laughs) But yeah, so that was really fun. Had a great time in New York. But let's talk about what we're here to talk about, which is the romanticization, I can never say that word properly, of cities and of travel locations and stuff like that. So, I think that the best thing to do is carry on this discussion about New York City. So, we've already prefaced this with the fact that I'm very biased towards New York City. I really enjoyed it. But TikToks make it look better than it actually is. And social media makes it look better than it actually is. And I've definitely talked about social media before portraying our lives um, inaccurately, But specifically when it comes to locations, social media does a great job of filtering out everything negative about a place ever. So I was definitely on a like New York City blogger, fashion student, um, YouTuber, Instagrammer, side of social media and the way that those people were able to portray New York really, really enticed me and made me want to go to New York, which good job to them because I guess that's what they're trying to do. But like, for example, I liken how social media portrays New York to how New York looks when you're standing at the top of the Empire State Building because when you're at the top of the Empire State Building, All you see are these, like, glistening lights shimmering in the darkness, and it's very beautiful, it's gorgeous, but you don't see what's actually happening down there, which a lot of the times in New York is trash on the side of the streets, sirens, like, going off 24-7, honking, cars honking, and problems. Problems with people and between people. Like, just because you're living in New York City or any city, really, or any place that's romanticized, really, your problems are not going to go away. Like, one of the problems that I felt like I would not have in New York was feeling judged by other people. And I did feel a little bit less judged, but that is mainly probably because of the tourist aspect, like, I was just there for a week, so who cares what I'm doing, but there are kids who are my age, high school juniors, who are living in New York and Manhattan and probably are having the same issues where they're feeling like they're constantly judged, like, just because they live in New York City doesn't mean that they're not feeling judged by people simply because of their location. That is kind of a different problem and you can't separate it from the location. Like, I used to think actually just a year ago that leaving my town and leaving where I was and the people around me would 
enable me to feel less judged and be less scared, but that's not necessarily the case, and, like, now I can see that. A year ago, actually, I made a podcast episode in which I, like, read this writing, like, piece that I'd written about New York and about how much I adored New York, and it was very heartfelt to me in the moment because I believed everything was true, and I actually took that episode down because I do think it kind of portrays a highly romanticized version of New York, and I don't want to have other people, like, think that it's all that, you know what I mean? In that episode and in that piece that I had written, I talked about how I felt, like, so judged in my hometown and how I felt like if I moved to New York that that would be solved. But when you move to New York, I mean, you're not leaving behind really the root cause of feeling judged, which is usually, like, um, lack of self-confidence and people. (laughs) And you can't really leave those things behind because they'll just follow you. So really, like, this idea that living somewhere else can solve your problems is just inherently wrong. And people say this all the time, like, you can't run away from your problems. But I was like, maybe you can't run away from them, but you can move away from them. But no, you're still gonna have problems and basically anywhere you want to build a life, you're going to have problems there because that's just how, you know, living is. Like, if you want to build a community of friends, you're gonna go through, like, friend troubles no matter where you're living. If you don't like the way you look, you're still not gonna like that even if you're on the beach and you're really tan, you know, like, those things have deeper root issues and sometimes they're just a normal part of life and to expect life to be so perfect and beautiful and, like, so aesthetic and following, like, a city's aesthetic, that is inherently a bad way to look at things. Beyond our own problems that we might think we can move away from, we also have to recognize that in the places we want to move to, there are good and bad parts. I'll move away from New York City because we've been talking about it so much, but like, for example, you might think, oh, it would be so, so great to move to a beach in Mexico, and that would be so much fun. What you might find enticing about that is like the sun and the sand and the warm water and just the weather, but you might not recognize that maybe there'll be, like, um, a tourism aspect that has really ravaged the place. Like, for example, in Cancun, there's trash everywhere. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Cancun or any, really any, like, tourist beach. There's trash. It's very harmful to the environment. There can be negative effects on the environment that you may not be aware of. There could be bad weather, like hurricanes or stuff like that. And also, if you don't speak Spanish, there's a language barrier too. Like, all these problems that are kind of pushed aside just so we can think about how nice a white sand beach is. But we have to understand that, like, places are not one-sided. They're multi-dimensional, infinitesimally dimensional. I also do not think I pronounced that word right, but basically what I'm trying to say is that there are good and bad parts to places that we want to move and places that we love. Social media especially is showing us pretty much only the good sides. Like, if you've ever seen, I don't know, like, 
a trip to Bora Bora, I guess, then you only see the good sides, and it looks, it looks, I will admit, so, so much fun. Like, it looks like a stellar destination, but, like, if you've ever tried to book a flight to Bora Bora, and yes, I have looked into it because I was like, oh my god, I have to go to Bora Bora because this will solve all my problems. This was, like, when I was what, 10? And I was, I had no concept of money. And I was like, let's just book a flight. And then I looked and the flight was literally like a whole day. Like it was like seven, I don't know, maybe seven's an exaggeration, but like a bunch of layovers and changes and all these things. And it was like, no, we're not going to Bora Bora. Just craziness. So even just like getting to Bora Bora is a challenge in and of itself. Oh, and also, Speaking of Bora Bora and money, there is a definite side of privilege to being able to, to having a good time in a location. Like, let's take, okay, let's go back to a city. So, maybe you are really interested in moving to a city. Let's just pick a random one. Let's say LA. And LA, there is is definitely two sides to it in terms of wealth. On the one hand, we have like millionaires living in mansions and they have pools and their life looks amazing. And perhaps that's what you're seeing because of the way that social media portrays things. And maybe it's not even millionaires, but maybe it's just people who are well off and are able to afford like a nicer apartment or a nicer house. And maybe they have like a pool or, I don't know, live in a really great location or something like that. But on the other hand, if you aren't able to meet those monetary requirements, your life can look a lot different from that. I don't know if you guys have ever seen or heard of LA Skid Row. That is a place in LA that has been severely um, looked over in terms of people and influencers wanting to move to LA and thinking it's going to be so amazing, thinking, you know, they're going to make it big and stuff, but if you have those monetary challenges, you're not going to have that lifestyle that you want to live, and I mean, Skid Row is a little extreme when we think about, like, either you have money or you don't, but it's not really like that. There's a lot of gray areas, but still, a lot of the people on social media who portray life to be so amazing in cities and stuff do have some sort of monetary privilege and they're financially stable and stuff like that. So it's not a bad thing necessarily and I wanted to say this just so like we don't hate all these people. It's not a bad thing to showcase like the good parts of your life. It's just important for all of us um, on the receiving end, and we all are on the receiving end, whether you make content or not, on the receiving end to remember that, like, just because life looks really good in these pixels, that's not what life looks like all the time. So, lastly, I wanted to talk about something a little bit more, um, concise and, like, relative to what I'm going through right now. So, I am a junior in high school, and yes, it is time to start looking at colleges. Let's all cry or hold a moment of silence or something, because I don't know if I'm ready to grow up, like, that much. But for where I live, there is a lot of talk about moving out of state, and for the longest time, 
I have always been like, I have to get out. I have to go somewhere. I have to go to the East Coast or I have to go to the West Coast or something like that. I cannot stay where I'm living. My foot is falling asleep. Shoot. I hate when this happens. Ugh. Feet falling asleep is like the worst experience. Okay, I'm just trying not to touch it. My whole leg's gonna be asleep by the time this episode is over. Okay, anyways, I was just like that girl, that person who was like, I'm going to leave. And part of that obviously was due to what I've been talking about this whole time about me thinking that once I leave, all my problems are gonna go away. And it was also like me thinking that the only way to succeed is to get out of where I'm living. And so that fueled me. I was like, okay, I'm going to study really well so I can leave this state, so I can leave my town. As I think I've grown up a little bit, and I do think in my mindset I have matured in the ways that I think about um, my problems, about um, success in general, and about like what my life should look like. I have like sort of mellowed down in a sense, like when I think about out-of-state college, I still would like to attend an out-of-state college um, to get perspective on different people and on different ways of living, but I also recognize that going to college in-state, being close to my family, living in an area that's close to where I live, and maybe seeing people from my high school, it's not such a bad thing. There are definitely benefits to doing in-state college, mainly the tuition, the potential of scholarships, stuff like that, just all this stuff that really has a lot of benefits. And it's not like my state college, like the one closest to me, is a bad college. Like, it's a pretty good, decent college. And life isn't always about, you know, like, going to the best places. It's about doing what's right for you. So, if I end up going to a state college, then so be it. That's just what's going to happen. I'd always wanted to go to a college, like, far away. Like, I was even thinking about moving out of the country for college. Like, I really wanted to live in, like, London or something. But I need to, like, check myself and recognize that I've never been to those places. Like, I've never been to London. And up until now, I'd never been to New York City. And I've only ever been to, like, D.C. once. And I'm going to throw away or, like, move my whole life to another city where I've never even been there before. I've only ever visited as a tourist, maybe, just because I don't want to go to my state school and... I'm just supposed to trust that everything's going to work out okay and that I'm actually going to like where I'm living even though I've barely visited there before. So like when you say that out loud, it's like, oh yeah, like maybe it's not so bad to like live in a place that you're comfortable with and live in a place where you know what's going on and stuff like that. And at least, like, where you live, you know what the ups and downs are. Like, you know the good and the bad parts. But when you, like, throw all this weight onto going out of state or something like that to a new place, you could potentially just be looking at the good parts. Like, you could be like, oh, wow, this college, it has the best alumni in the film industry ever. But um, the tuition is $80,000. And you could just be, like, overlooking that just because you want to move to that place. Whereas like when you're 
in state, you're like, okay, I'm just weighing the pros and the cons like they should be weighed. So yeah, I just wanted to end on that note about college because I know some of you guys are in high school too or are thinking about colleges and stuff and I just feel like, you know, not everyone has to move out of state. I know, I guess this is a bit hypocritical because I do still kind of want to go to an out-of-state school, but like from what I've realized, I would be fine, normal, okay, going to in-state school. So yeah, I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it made you think a little bit and, you know, next time when you're catching yourself, like, thinking, oh, I wish I could live in this city or something like that, just remember that, like, we only ever see the good parts on social media, and there's always some negative aspects to everywhere, and we can't outrun our problems. Wherever you are, as long as you have yourself, then you will be able to make a good life and fulfill yourself in the ways that you want, and you'll be able to succeed on your own terms. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Thank you.